Junior Parkin? Nope. Just looking for a better podcast? Yes. Fair enough. Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. And I'm Ian Boothby. How's it going? Good, thank you. Because you can probably tell I have a little bit of a cold. I have uh, a, yeah, little, everyone's... a little chesty. Yeah, uh, it's knocked out our guest that we we're going to mm-hmm. have. We were going to have a guest on? We've either, it's either knocked out our guest or transformed our guest into your wife. <laughs> That's right. I, I, well, it's a long story, but let me... It's not even that, that long a story. We got off work Our a shows are early. two hours. You've got time for long stories. It's fine. <laughs> Go for it. It's not even a long story. I just got off work early today because we were doing inventory. Okay. We finished all our inventory. Emotional inventory. Emotional inventory. Really we looking inside. fairly early today, okay. and so they let us go early. So I went home, mm-hmm. had some dinner, and then came down with Lisa. And went, you know what? I think I'm going to catch the flu. And you just like <laughs> grabbed it. You know, I've got a little time <clears> to burn <throat> through this. Fortunately, I caught the flu. Basically, I started to get it on Christmas Eve. Uh, all right. I could feel it coming. Mm-hmm. I could feel that little sore throat. Yeah. It says, it's time for you to sing, not just once, not just twice, but three services, full on singing Christmas carols that are already long. No one knows how long Oh Come All You Faithful really right. is until you sit down and start singing. And you get to the thither line, then you know it's long. Hey, did you have to do Gloria? Gloria. I think I've got your number. <laughs> Gloria, Gloria in Excelsius Deo. <laughs> Gloria. Yeah, I think we've done this already. Yeah. Um, but did you have to do <laughs> that one? Gloria, Gloria <laughs> Deo. Um, did we have to do Gloria? I don't think we did Gloria. I don't think that. Oh, wait, we did. We did. You're okay. Right. We did. Because that's a tough one when you got to do the extended notes. That's I really, the real. I really like that that's one. That's the though. real vibrato one. Yeah. Yeah. If you got a little uh, something in your throat, that's not a fun one. I was, to have to yeah, I was pushing it. By the time we got to the uh, final service of the, the 1030 candlelight service, I was pushing it a little bit, but it was okay because. When I got home, I could go to bed right away. Oh, wait, no, I had to wrap presents. <laughs> I could go to bed at four in the morning. It's perfectly fine. Oh, dear. Those are Santa hours. I don't know what I was thinking when I said to myself, I've only got a few more left to wrap. Mm-hmm. I can really get these done when I get home. And I, because I had wrapped some in the afternoon, some after between services. Wow, there's a lot of presents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I had a bunch more to do after. So yeah, you know what they say, the thoughts, the... it's the thought that counts. So the best presents are presents of mind. Mm. Is that yeah. people, what people want on yeah, Christmas that's Day? What, that's, what, that's, what, that's what witty people want. What, Dave, I want to make this very clear. I wrote jokes for the New Yorker now, so I'm very pithy. <laughs> All right? Okay. That's what it's going to be. It's mm. going to be a lot of wry wit. It's uh, not like, ha-ha funny, okay. but, oh yeah? Mm. I guess that's a joke. That's right. Funny. I'll have to think about that for a minute. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Quite good. Yeah. Do all the smart people in the room get it? We all get it, don't we, boys? <laughs> then we well, all get on our polo ponies and ride off. Well, how was your how was your Christmas? Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Dave. How was my Christmas? Uh, it was uh, it was uh, fine, fine and dandy. It was we 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 decided to like go. Hey, let's not get stressed about this nonsense. Uh, in fact, we put up the tree, <laughs> and the tree had uh, seats. had lights on uh, as part of the tree. Okay. Okay. And then we went like so. It's like a it's an artificial Christmas tree that has built in no weird enough, fiber it's, optic it's, lights. It's biological. It has lights on. We don't know how it works. Whoa, it's weird. No, that's true. It's... It is artificial. Uh, so it's one of those like you assemble it. So it's three parts. You put okay. it together. You okay. plug it in. Sure. Beautiful lights. Yeah. And we then went 
that's eh, good enough. And we, we didn't went, plug it in. No, well, we did plug it in. Oh. We just didn't put ornaments on it. We just went, that's great. That looks great. Let's uh. just let's just call it a day. Mm. We're great. No, it was great. Mm. It was great. It's nice to be able to go like, hey, what do you want to do for Christmas? I want to do this. Do you want to do this? Eh, nah. But it's tradition. It is. So why don't we skip the tradition? Good point. Let's not do that. <laughs> All right, we're going to do this. How many cookies are you going to bake? We're going to bake like five different types of cookies. Oh, why don't we just bake one type of cookie? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's just do that. Mm. That sounds good. So there's a lot of that business. Okay. Yeah, let's just huh. do that. That's good enough. Sounds like you're cutting corners for Christmas. Yeah, it's good. That's what it should be. I'm it should be relaxed. cutting corners for Christmas. Yeah, who are you trying to impress? Mommy and Daddy are glad. Yeah, is there a, is there is there a reviewer coming? You know, no, <laughs> of course not. I saw the Yelp reviews on your Christmas, and they were not good. Is that right? Oh damn it! That's that would have to be for my your wife. No, so your that's nosy not, neighbor. I should, your nosy neighbor. Oh no! Not, and said, not Gladys. Where? Where were the ornaments? Well, she's usually looking through the window at the at the couple next door because uh, he married a witch, mm. and she's all he's she's always doing witchy stuff, mm. and she keeps telling her husband, but he doesn't believe her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Silly. it's a terrible relationship they have. It's horrible, really. <laughs> he, uh, should, he should really be more supportive. He should be. What the asshole? There's a witch <laughs> across the street. Um. So yeah, we just like did some. Uh, he took big, it easy. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's Christmas what are you gonna do? This is what I was uh, preaching last week, mm-hmm. and I actually uh, did it. You, and then, you lived your words. Yeah, I, I did it. So we baked a nice batch of cookies. We're gonna make, bake some more tonight, yeah. probably. Nice. Tonight's a, this is a Thursday in between mm-hmm. the holidays. So I'm gonna bake sure. some more. Well, it's a twelve it, days of Christmas, and I'm gonna try making shortbread for the very first time. I've never done that before. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'll have to say that my my light display has come down through the years. Like like normally. Before in the past, I would do like a run of lights around the house, like around the shape of our house. Sure. So along the roof line and then down the side and then along between the second and, you know, and second and first floor, mm-hmm. and then around the doorway and then along around the house again. And then it would go wrap around a tree and then back up. And then that would be one set of lights. Oh, my Lord. Then I'd run another set of lights down the steps. Okay. And then along our landscape ties in front of the house. Sure. And then down those. And then when I was really ambitious, I put a bunch of like net lights on the trees in our in our garden. Let me just let me just uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, on our patio, like porch uh, in the backyard, uh, there's been a light that's been burned out for like about uh, a week, and I haven't replaced it yet. And that's one bulb. <laughs> so we're very different people. <laughs> I'm like, but okay, oh man, okay, I gotta I, stand I want... on a step stool. What I'm describing, oh jeez, ah, dark is fine. What I'm describing <laughs> is the past. So this year, I was perfectly fine with just the house. Part of it, and because that is time consuming. I mean, you know, you have to move the ladder one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think at least seven or eight times wow. along to get, and then go up and down it with that carrying the lot. string and everything. And by the time you do that, and then run them down, and then do more ladder stuff along the the along the carport side, and then you just kind of eh. So yeah. that's as much as I did this year. Uh, next year, I'm going to be, I swear, on the great god Cub Scouts that I'm going to dip, 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 dop, dop, dop. Going to do a better job next year. All right, of, uh, then I will. I will. Uh, I will knock on the great wood god uh, <laughs> desk desk deskamu and <laughs> and say I will do less next year. Are you do even less? Even less. Just try to just Oof. really get it tight. Get it to like the stuff that you want it to be. Well, I what's mean, the yeah. best bits? Just do those. Mm. Do those well, and mm. don't worry about sticking wreaths everywhere and say... elves on your shelves. And you know, <laughs> I've got to say though, the best bits for me are are the decorations. Are is that really? Some people would say element. family and uh, uh, well, the love of family. family you know, love I'd, of family. But I guess I can it's tell the you, decorations are the I best. I can tell you a family story that will make. <laughs> <laughs> we got some hecklers. Hecklers. <laughs> what? What did you uh, say, dear? Sorry. Yes, we. You don't know Dave's family. 
No. I can tell you some I know Christmas some story. of them, I think. <laughs> okay. Went to school with a portion. Uh, fair enough. All right. That's, that sounds fine. I like that I get to share a Coke with an entire uh, borough of New York this time. Yeah. Normally share they have Coke. names on them, and this yeah. one says Brooklyn. Share a Coke with Brooklyn. Well, it also sounds like you're the name of a character in a war movie who's not going to make it. Good old Brooklyn. Let me just taste this. All right. Let's see. Hipster. <laughs> there you nice. are. Oh, that's uh, that Coke's a lot more expensive than it yeah, used to be. It I used can to really be fairly taste, cheap. Uh... Really taste Williamsburg in this. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and then, okay, so uh, we we opened some presents, and that was uh, that was all well and good. I ended up getting a uh, a food processor for my KitchenAid mixer, which oh, nice. is nice. So, what like what's a f- the food processor? Is it a, like a, a cheese grater one, or is it a different one? That well, you can do cheese. That's one. But there was like a whole bunch of there was like uh, two different. Sets that has of like the, the spout on the top, yeah, and then do it the comes the anning and whatever you want to do. It's really good for cheese grating cheese. Oh, that's we great. used to have one. I'm all, I'm all on board with that. Mm. And uh, with KitchenAid, apparently, uh, any anything uh, you can put it, attach it to any KitchenAid yeah. uh, machine from like uh, basically 1912 uh, on. It's mm-hmm. always been the same. Mm-hmm. And there you are. It's a good idea. It's nice. It's basically, like, it's basically like the back of a tractor. Because that's what they have at the back of, the, of an old fashioned tractor was a spinning gear in the very back of it. So the whole like this shaft ran through the the entire tractor to the back and then you could attach your farm implements to oh, run your, your no baler and stuff that. like that off them yeah that's yeah. good farm chat uh so good <laughs> no problem so i uh, got that and i got uh, my wife a couple of albums for the uh for the for the for the record player because we have a record player then i went nice. then i went uh, to my sister's uh, my sister Lee's, and uh, we had a lovely uh, time with my niece and my nephew, who's he's fifteen. They're twelve. They're still down with Christmas. Yeah. Every year we go and go. Are they still kids? Ah, uh, still kids. It's yeah. fine. And so we uh, we had a very nice time it's with that. Very rare for for people to get off Christmas. I don't know. You don't, you think so? Unless they have like terrible experiences, I think. Yeah, if, and people do. People but, do, but I think overall, if you you know have nice Christmases. And my a, other sister it's is a warm memory. My other sister is back now from uh, from Alberta. Mm-hmm. She's living here now, so that sure. was great seeing her and her husband. So I'm tired of the cold and the snow. I'm gonna come to Vancouver. Oh, it's cold and it's snowy. Yeah, but not close no, to it. No, my no. Uh, my sister in law is currently in Edmonton. She was a surprise uh, gift. Uh, for a friend of hers, it was Ooh. like they flew her there, and nice. uh, so yay! Uh, and it is miserable there. Apparently, it is it is crazy freezing there. So uh, I'm fine. I'm fine with uh, the way we got it here. It's mm-hmm. great. But yeah, we just uh, we just uh, played it played it cool, played it easy. I brought my Switch over, and uh, we played some video games. Everyone enjoyed that. Nice. Uh, you know, uh, they don't. No one knows how to play video games, but it's fun when you you fuck up. Good times. Uh, what do you mean? No one knows how to. No, none of your your generation or your your. Sisters, well, I'll tell you, my, how to play video my games? nephew knows how to play games on a phone. So a oh. system, like using oh. a controller, yeah. is a little odd for, for mm. him. Even though they've got like a PlayStation, sure. mostly it's it's phone related. Yeah. And then uh, the my, my sister's uh, husband, he doesn't know really how to... Uh, play with like a portable type system. It's all—it's kind of a mix of both. Okay. So he was having troubles killing dragons and what have you. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, but here was the, here was uh, something. But they that had we, no trouble killing him. No, they really did not. Yeah. No, they did not. Uh, but here was here was the big thing, and and because I know that my sister's <laughs> sister uh, will not be listening to this, I can tell you this. The oh. I can tell you this that we finally completed a little bit of a family thing. Oh. Um. When I when I got married, do do we mention the Chichi incident on the show? We didn't mention it. No, I don't think you mentioned the Chichi incident on the show. Okay, well, I'm going to mention the Chichi incident. Talk to me now. about it. I was going to, I was going to save it for when Jason was here because he is a liquor expert. That was you kind of let the cat out of the bag. I guess we 
I guess people wouldn't have guessed that we were going to have our Dedrick Boxing Day. Well, we hinted at but, it last week. But yes, it was Jason yeah. who was going to come on the show, but unfortunately he's on the DL and uh, the disabled list. And oh, okay. I thought you were talking about DL Hughley. No, he's not he's on, on DL Hughley. He's on DL Hughley's podcast. He's not, not, not on the down low either. He's on the disabled list. Uh, he's taking a knee and he's kind of out of he it. He also has the sickness. He has a sickness. Yeah, and uh, I was going to see a show after this that, that takes place down the hall. Cancelled. Due to sickness. Sickness. This is how The Walking Dead starts. Okay. <laughs> so, I, but here, Or The Stand. Or The Stand. Captain Trips is making Sure, it. sure. Um, okay, so here's, here's, here's the story. Uh, and again, don't tell this to my sister. Okay, guys? Be cool. All right, so uh, when, when I got... <laughs> so this is a Chi-Chi mix. Yeah, when I got married, we, got married. Uh, we, were, in, we were in Hawaii, and uh, our family was there. And uh, my my sister and her husband uh, sent uh, my my sister in law to be uh, out and said like we, we got to get some chichi mix for this uh, for this for this evening dinner. It was like it was important to get chichi mix. So this is your dinner in Hawaii. Yeah, the dinner in Hawaii, big You're family dinner in Hawaii. We got to get chichi mix. Okay, so send her out to get chichi mix. So she got I mean, that sounds mix. like that sounds like. Sounds like something you could get, right? Yeah, you've heard of a chichi. That's not a crazy. I've never heard thing. of it, but I. You never heard of a chichi? No, I I have heard of the chichi. So um, so she went to every liquor store mm-hmm. in the area and then beyond. Was it uh, Charo's chichi? Charo's chichi mix, <laughs> or Chachi's? Mm-hmm. Chachi's chichi mix. Okay, keep going. <laughs> or Chimps chichi mix. Cheetahs Cheetahs Chimps chichi mix. Cheetahs. That's right. Cheetah and Chachi and Charo? Cheetah, Chachi and Charo. Remember Chichi that sitcom, mix. Cheetah, Chachi and Charo? Love that. Love oh, that, that was great. When Joni Loves Chachi went off the air and then Charo joined mm-hmm. as his uh, older lover and then King they adopted a monkey. That's right. Oh, fantastic. Came Joni Loves Chichi. It wasn't a monkey. It was a chimp. I know it was a chimp. Okay. Those of you out there that know biology, I get it. There's a difference between a monkey and a chimp. We get it. Let me just get back to my Chichi story. Mm-hmm. So uh, sent her out <laughs> and she just went forever to every liquor store. And oh. then she went to the liquor stores and would say, uh, I'm looking for Chi-Chi Mix, yeah. to which every one of them s- stared at her blank-faced. Yeah. And she went, I know this drink exists. Why is this such a crazy fucking thing? Mm-hmm. And so she got something else and brought it back. Like, None of them could help her. She got, got some margarita stuff or something. I wonder and, if she'd gone to a bar if they would have been more helpful than going to a liquor store. Well, I will I will tell you, Dave, mm-hmm. because I have an ending to this story. Mm. Um, <laughs> Sorry. This story is not just a start. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it has a it has an arc and a yeah, conclusion. Yeah. This actually was reality too. So perhaps it's a I true should, story. Perhaps I should sit back. And no, it's listen. okay. So history has a has occurred okay. already, okay. and I can I can tell you. But no, I don't right. mind you uh, popping in. That's what you do. So um, okay. So she comes back with whatever the margarita or whatever uh, you know alternative, mm-hmm. and basically gets speaking. And it's an icy drink, but she was getting the cold shoulder from my sister. <laughs> and it was like, oh, well, it basically. Uh, Christmas is ruined. Yeah. You know, kind of thing, because we couldn't get mm-hmm. the Chi-Chi mix, and that's all yeah. they wanted was Chi-Chi mix. Very, very Chi-Chi. Right. They had, uh, they had whatever, the vodka, but they didn't have the Chi-Chi mix. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. years have passed. Yeah. Once again, every so often it gets brought up, like, that fucking Chi-Chi mix. Really bugged her. Uh, years, more years pass, every so often it gets brought up, Chi-Chi mix. Yeah, yeah. So we go to a Chinese restaurant, uh, me, uh, my sister-in-law, and uh, my wife, and uh, on the menu... Uh, there's a chichi, and I went. I've never had a chichi. Let's get one. Okay. So I get a chichi. Yeah. And then I drink it, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. It tastes like a pina colada, though. What's the deal with that? So I look up on my phone what it is, and a chichi is a pina colada, yeah. but without without rum. Okay. It has vodka. I see. Okay. So the reason then then oh all the blinds fall uh, around us, and I go shit. So what you're saying is 
uh, she's just got pina colada mix because it's the same and fucking some thing. Vodka. Yeah, and some well, they had vodka. Oh, okay. But that's why that's why chichi mix doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't need to exist because it already exists, and it's called pina colada mix. Yeah, shouldn't what? it say in brackets underneath it or chichi mix? No, because that would work. That would pina be pina colada is really the way to go. But I mean, just to make it clear, fair enough. Pina colada bracket. Or cheat cheat so mix my bracket. gift, which normally, yeah. because much like certain people in your family, um, uh, uh, are impossible to shop for mm. uh, because they don't have interests. Yes. Um, <laughs> normally, I end up. That means here's your here's your iTunes card. Okay. You know, please enjoy whatever yeah. Apple products I know that you'll be buying. Yeah. Uh, I got them uh, vodka, and mm. I got them uh, some pina colada oh, mix. Okay. Yeah. And they were and, pretty damned excited. Oh, they were so excited that they opened it up and went, oh, this will be great uh, to make a Moscow mule. Oh, they've gone off the chichi. No, first of all, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Moscow mule with pina colada mix? What the fuck are you talking about? What is, what is a what Moscow mule? What the fuck are you talking? Like, I understand a Moscow mule has vodka in it. Yes. But it does I not have that pina colada the, mix in it. I figured from the name that would have vodka in it. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, so I said, no. Yeah. Uh, what this is good for chichis, uh, you know, like we we were looking for, for that a million years ago. Yeah, uh, we finally found it. You finally found your chichi mix. Yeah, uh, to which they responded, "Oh, cool." <laughs> so that was great. It's great. And I, then I turned back to my niece and my nephew and went, "Well, what's up with you guys? What's happening? What's going on?" So tell me about your lives. Just one, just just because I think everyone else would know this, but what is a Moscow Mule? A Moscow Mule is vodka and I think like some kind of uh, citrus uh, type flavor in okay. there as well. But it's yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm not sure. I have it, and it's usually served in a metal mug, and it's a, it's a, it's a nice little drink. Okay. It's okay. okay. I'm not normally a vodka person. Mm. Also, I don't understand. Like the other thing that bugs me is like if you've got pina colada mix, rum is so much better than vodka. Vodka's so sharp, and rum is nice, and it's it's good time, and and vodka is just uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, so that bugs me now as well. But uh, uh, <laughs> there is no such thing as chichi mix, and here is why. Okay. Well, that's a public service. Okay. Now, if anyone else out there is asked to get chichi mix, they'll know to get pina colada mix mm-hmm. with some vodka. And even though our our friend Jason is not with us today, except in spirit, mm-hmm. he also has a show where he's uh, there with spirits. The Gentleman and, of Elegant Leisure. Yeah, so I just podcast. want to throw a plug out there for that. I've been listening to that and enjoying it. The Gentleman of Elegant Leisure. Yeah, it's yeah. A, uh, someone who doesn't drink, its interest can only go so far for me, but I do enjoy it. There are conversations. And I enjoy watching people make beverages as well. Mm. Uh, Again, it's a podcast, uh, an audio podcast, so I don't. They do have an Instagram where you can actually watch them do some. Oh, cool, cool. I I, I enjoy, like, on YouTube sometimes watching uh, people making drinks. It's just fascinating to me, you know, the whole Mm -hmm. procedure. Mm -hmm. It's fun. And I'm not a big drinker either, but it's just fun to watch. Any any display of skillfulness is uh, enjoyable, I think. Yeah, I don't want to see you Tom Cruising it. And throwing okay. throwing the little no. mixer uh, behind your back. No. If so, fuck off. Knock it, knock, knock, knock that off. I don't want to see uh-huh. your flair. Yeah, yeah. But you just want to watch someone cook. You don't want to see them throw the knife around and do a lot of. Is that Benny Hanna's? Is that what it's called? That kind of stuff. With well, the... I, I okay. I don't want to do two stories in a row, Dave. Oh well, another story, please. All right. This is your uh, turn to shine. Yeah, that's right. Uh, both of us have sore throats. <laughs> or messed up voices, so one of us is going to blow mm-hmm. our voice out at some point. So, uh, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, again, I'm with my sister-in-law and my wife, and we're uh, looking for a place to eat. Yes. And uh, there's a Japanese restaurant that's uh, that we that we spot and go like, hey, let's try this out. We go inside. Yep. What we don't realize it's a Benihana style restaurant. 
but it's a it's a Benihana style restaurant with a an amateur. Oh, they have an amateur hour. We didn't know. Okay. Okay. Here's how I found out it was an amateur thing. Uh, so he's doing a bunch of business and doing all the business towards me. Gags like this, like, and you can have some hot sauce. And he takes the hot sauce and squeezes the hot sauce at me, but it just comes out and it's like a little bit of cloth. Mm. And I go, ah. And I'm like, ah, yeah, you did scare me around this hot uh, thing in front of me. This yeah, is yeah. good fun that sure. you're doing that. But yeah. then at one point. The grill. The grill. So yeah. at one point, you know, he's doing all the basic tricks and stacking mm-hmm. things and setting things on fire. Sure, sure. And then at one point, he's cutting up, uh, like all these shrimp and he's got like all these shrimp there. They're sizzling. It's like, oh, this smells good. We're going to enjoy this. Yeah. And then he grabs the thing and goes, Hey, open your mouth. Open your mouth. And uh, I go, okay. I open my mouth. And I honestly think he's not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's going to do it. I think this is another fake out like he did with sure. the other thing. I'm like, sure. I'm going to be game for this. Yeah. So he takes, the, he takes it, his little uh, spatula or whatever it is. Yeah. Hits the back of it. Oof. Flip. Yeah. Right in my eye. <laughs> nice garlic hot oil right in the eye. Oh, no. And I'm like, you can't make that shot. That, that <laughs> shot doesn't land every time. You can't guarantee that. Yeah. Don't do that move. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is that? And yeah, then there was a lot of recovery time for that where I'm trying to be cool and not hurt his feelings, but I got an eye full of hot garlic. Oh, no. <laughs> and oil. Oh, dear. Yeah. And so we always remember that place as the uh, garlic in the eye. So Benny Hanna scares me a little bit right now because mm, mm. I don't want to get nothing in my I don't, eye. I don't think the cooks there are – I don't know if they allow rank amateurs to uh, to work there. Yeah, and after – they have some levels of professionalism they have to meet in order to <laughs> – Afterwards, one of the servers said, so how was he? It was like, it was good. Was he really? <laughs> like, well, don't make him do it then. <laughs> I don't want to rat him out. <laughs> He's trying his best. Can I make a rating anonymously? <laughs> Maybe. Listen, I got to go home and rest my eye in some ice. <laughs> I need to go home and soak my eye in bread. <laughs> and then just, yeah, just dip the bread in my eye and just eat it. Like, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's nice. almost worse the pain. So how was, uh, how was your Christmas? Well, <clears throat> you were very sleepy. I'll start uh, off with you that. You know, I don't really feel that, that much. when I slept till nine, though, so that's that was pretty good. I got five hours sleep, so that's that's oh, okay. pretty good for me. And normally you get four. Normally four to five hours, yeah. So mm. I, I felt I was feeling pretty good. And uh, But we had arranged uh, for family to come over for Christmas uh, brunch, and we'd set around ten, which was maybe a little optimistic since I didn't get up until nine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I only got up at nine because my... Uh, the youngest daughter Eve came in and woke me up at nine and said, "Oh, your famous daughter Eve came in." My famous daughter Eve came it's in. It's weird that you named multiple daughters Eve and yeah. only one achieved any fame. <laughs> she came in, woke me up, and said, "Oh, Grandpa's here." And I was like, "Oh, what time is it?" It was nine o'clock. Oh, it's early for yeah. First thing is, here's the thing: like if someone invites you for breakfast, like a brunch thing, right? And they say ten o'clock, they don't mean ten o'clock. There's no way they're going to be ready for you at ten o'clock. This mm-hmm. is impossible. Show up ten thirty, they'll love you for it. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Don't come an hour and hour and a half early, like nine o'clock. Well, now just to—I've listened to some of our past episodes. Yeah, is it not true that is it you, not true that you went to a meal at their place and were uh, on time, yet they had already eaten? And... Oh, this is uh, this is uh, Lisa's dad. Oh, it's a different grandpa. This is a different grandpa. Different oh, very good. Okay. This is Lisa's I'm dad. I'm just saying, in your over. family, the idea of showing up mm. early mm. is pretty good. Otherwise, you might it be is. eating alone. I will. I'll get to that. All right. Because once again. Story has an ending. <laughs> uh, so um, everyone kind of showed up around ten o'clock, which I was a little surprised at because two of them were, you know, young adults, which I figured they'd be 
late, but no, they were right yeah. on time. Which... I call them yadults. <laughs> yadults. Young adults. Yeah, yadults. that's a good word for them. Yadults. So the, uh, two yadults, my my father in law, and then uh, our family, and then uh, a family friend also came over, and so you know it was a fairly big crowd. So I made my my famous eggs dederick, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, eggs dederick, bacon, sausages, scrambled eggs, waffles, and hash browns. Do you have a for, waffle iron? I do have a waffle iron. Very good. Yeah. The girls actually insisted that my mom buy one for me for my birthday one year because dad really wants a waffle iron. I didn't know how much I wanted one until the girls decided <laughs> that I did. But it's actually really handy to have and it's quite it's quite good. It beeps when it's ready. Agreed. I like a uh, waffle iron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually a combination waffle iron uh, omelet maker. So one side has an omelet, like a flat omelet okay. thingy. So you could put like a, your, your eggs in there and then... But with the, what it, how it works is you put your... The waffle batter in, and then you flip, you close it, and then you flip it. Yeah. And it cooks upside down, and then when it's ready, it beeps, and then you turn it back over. And yes. Open it. So it's pretty handy. Does it work really well for omelets? I've never tried omelets, actually. Okay. I'm not a huge omelet guy. Mm-hmm. I much prefer like uh, scrambled or poached eggs. Okay. Or fried eggs. I guess I like omelets, but they're too much work. Anyway. Apparently, they're not. You've got a machine that'll I've do got it for you. a machine that will do it for me. I got to get on this. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was a really good breakfast. We had a lot of fun. Then we hadn't opened our gifts yet. Uh, because I had woken up so late. And actually, everyone was a bit late. Only Lisa gets up early. So uh, we kind of had to wait for everyone to leave, except for um, um, Mary's friend. And then we had her present opening. And then I wasn't feeling super great by this time. Like, I was feeling, like, a little fluey. Um, so we just kind of had, like, an easy afternoon, you know, amidst all the detritus of presents and wrapping paper and stuff like that. And then So you were feeling some fluey games. and decided to touch everybody's food first. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. Yeah. I washed my hands. I wasn't sneezing on it. Okay. I think they're all right. Sure. We'll see. All right. No one's showing any signs so far. Okay. Um, so then then we decided, well, we got to get, get over to my mom and dad's. Ah. So. Uh, is, this they, for, is this for a lunch well, or a, a dinner? Yeah. It was a little complicated. Um, but basically, I was there a couple of days before, and my mom said, you guys are coming for, for dinner on, on Christmas Eve. Or, was or that Christmas a question Day, right? or a statement? Pretty much a statement. All right. Because I've already taken out the turkey, and it's thawing. <laughs> okay. I'm like, okay. She goes, you know, it's only a 12 pound turkey. Do you think that's going to be enough? I said, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. How many people are you? There are seven of us. So, are you all going to eat more than a pound of turkey? I don't know. Because if so, y- yes, you will. You will not eat a pound of turkey. Okay. No, you won't. Although some of that poundage is bone and stuff, right? Okay, but still, all right. Let's let's take that out of the equation. It's still at least a pound of turkey for all of you. Anyway. No, that's too much turkey. You can't eat that much turkey. <laughs> Go ahead. So then, so um. You know, speaking of being... Like, last time we came, we came at 3.30. Mm-hmm. Turned out they were going to eat without us at 3.30. That was a couple years ago. Which this is time cra- we got there... Which is crazy. This time we got there a little late. I'm not going to lie to you. I should have maybe phoned and said we we're going to be a little late. Right. We got there around 5. 5? Yeah. All right. And how many of uh, how many of you were there of you? Four. Four. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic so we, four. So we get there, and it turns out that my other brother and his family had their plans fall through. And so they were going to stay as well. Oh, all right. But what basically... This is your younger, younger brother or my your younger, younger my brother? My younger, younger brother, yeah. Okay. So there's four of them. All right. So now from a seven, there's 11 of us. Okay, everyone still gets a pound of turkey at least, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't seem like that much, I'll be honest with you. Uh, and so then... But the thing was, I don't know what... I don't know what was going on. It was weird. For one thing, we walked into a very hostile atmosphere. Were they already there? They were already there. Okay. They were already eating. We walked no. in the door. They started eating. Boo. Oh, yeah. Boo. Boo is correct. Not only that. Did, by the way, did you bring your chickens with you just to watch in <laughs> horror as you eat the bird? They wouldn't care about a turkey. Okay. Fair enough. 
So then, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a big boo. Yeah, to come in and like, yeah, okay. So we came in there already eating. I mean, there are five. Like, come on. And then, and then, uh, my mom had set the table for for seven, okay. which was the original number, which was my brother's family and and yeah. and my mom and dad and my other brother. Yeah. And then they she then she said, well, we better set up some place for for Lisa and the girls and David to eat. So she had like a high chair set up, a small writing desk pushed against the doorway <laughs> with a chair in front of it. Okay. The two nothing t- was set up. Two TV trays. There was no plates or anything on them though. <laughs> okay. Well, two we had TV to like trays. we had to go like dig around for plates. Yeah. <laughs> find silverware. There was there was hardly any turkey carved yeah. or any turkey left. Right. Like one was, was a standing bathtub. It was. It was a very weird meal. <laughs> they knew you were coming. Oh. No, they knew you were coming. They didn't bake a cake. But they knew you were coming. They knew we were coming. Yeah. Okay, and also when you say you should have called them, yeah. I understand that. Just but, let them know but, that but, we're a little But you've got leave. one of those phones. Let me just ask, because I, I, I don't use a lot of cell phones. Do you have one of those phones that you can both call out and receive calls from? Yeah. Is it a two-way situation? Oh, well, my mom doesn't call me. Yeah, okay. Um, but uh, but she but she could that is but she could like say say uh you guys are running late for dinner she could say call you and Mm. say we're gonna start should we hold dinner Mm -hmm. because you're coming or should i uh, imagine the world is like cell phones don't exist and i've got no way of contacting you it's possible she doesn't call you she could text you she decided about you coming she decided about 10 years ago that she's the only person who calls me or that i'm she's you know i never call her Uh uh-huh and she only calls calls me and that she should no longer call Do you me ever text her? her? No, she's not a text person. As in, if a text came through, she wouldn't read it? She wouldn't know what to do. She would look at it. I guess so. It well, would she's, show up on her phone only, as words. Yeah, she only got a cell phone a year ago. so I haven't, Okay. It's hard for me to adjust to her new... Okay, well, someone needs to do some adjusting because uh, <laughs> things have changed in 10 years. Okay, all right. Um, so... These are, I mean, these are... Look, this yeah. is... These are... I don't want to say they're dumb problems, but this is a dumb situation. It's a dumb situation. How do you mean not, it's dumb? It's dumb as in... Um, Could have put another table out? Yeah, if we were short of space, dumb. yeah, it's put like, some chairs around it. Yeah, if, have some plate, have some plates on dinner, it. You're setting yourself yeah. up for what's clearly going to be trouble. You're set that, that could easily be solved. So it's a dumb thing not to do, right? Yeah. Okay, and oh, that's no, no. a dumb thing to do. Yeah. Twenty years ago, that's a dumb thing to do. Twenty years ago, twenty years ago, just set it up. But now, where you could instantly contact, and you have the device in your pocket, yeah. she's got it. It's there. Yeah. It's it's within her eyesight. She could she could go. You coming? Yeah. You running late? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Like yeah. anything like that. That would sure. take literally 15 <laughs> seconds yeah. with spell check and rewrite <laughs> and then problem solved. Yeah. You know, but no, it's like you want the awkward situation to occur for some reason. I think that's it. And right. I think she wanted us to get mad. And so we could have like a fight about it or something. I don't really understand what was. Okay. So say, all right, look, you're at one point in your lives going to be, and feel free to join in on this. <laughs> you're at some point in your life probably yeah. going to go to a, a nursing home or some sort of facility at some point. I am going to? Something. Okay. Probably. And to be fair, at our age, it's going to be virtual reality. They're going to put helmets on us, put us in a floating tub, yeah. and that's how we're all going to do it. That sounds all right. Okay. But your parents, mm-hmm. bless them, and we were talking about... Although it'd be terrible if it was virtual reality and they still put you in a nursing home. Well, they call it... Like it wouldn't be like virtual reality, you're in a field. 
or virtual reality, you're a secret agent. Is this virtual reality? You're still in an old age home. Oh, is that how they're doing it? it old timey. It'd just be a virtual reality old age home where you're I just lining up for how, lunch at figure at out 10 how to morning. hack it and go to space. <laughs> but like they will, you know, within five years, mm-hmm. ten years, mm-hmm. they're going to be going to some sort of facility, probably, yes. or be under some care, yeah. or some such. Mm-hmm. Is this the time to start fucking around and really getting people pissed this at you? Is, this Isn't is not this new? the time to make amends? You sound like it's a new thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like, Whoop. make amends yeah. so that when Build you will be needing people very shortly, you will not get people people going, oh, we didn't bring a chair for you. That's too mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess you don't get any supper. Yeah. Yeah, because you didn't show up uh, uh, early. The best part of it was Lisa <coughs> standing there going, this is fucked. <laughs> That's good. I just let her do the speaking. Yeah. I just sit behind her. You're not wrong. I sit behind her quivering. Oh, don't get my mom mad at you. You know what I would say? Next Christmas, yep. uh, I gave you my heart. No. Uh, <laughs> next Christmas, I'd say you bring the greatest gift of all, which is the gift of four fucking chairs. <laughs> just bring the f- gift of four chairs. And just when you get there, oh, go, oh, chairs. no, no, no. What you say is, yeah. oh, mother and father, mm-hmm. uh, we did not have time to open our Christmas gifts. Yeah. Would you mind if we did that in front of you? Mm-hmm. Then you open it up and go, oh, you got me a chair yeah. and a chair and a chair and a chair. Would, would it be okay us, for us to sit in these chairs like human fucking beings uh, at this table? Jesus Christ. I think I think next year we'll give ourselves the gift of Christmas at home. Christmas dinner at home. Yeah. That'd be nice. That's beyond <clears> – <throat> that's like Dickensian. It's so funny because the year before we were at – when Mary was still working at Furcom, Camp Furcom, uh, then they needed someone to, to stay over the Christmas break at the camp – and so they invited us to, stay, to come up as a family and use one, the, the larger cottages there. Uh, that was a really beautiful Christmas for us. You know, it's just us, just the four of us right. in this beautiful place, this island with, uh, you know, forests around us. And it snowed while we were there. And so it was just like this perfect Christmas of a fireplace burning. And, and I, of course, I had brought all the fixings for breakfast and for, for dinner. Right. You hunted um, a hobo for sport. We hunted. <laughs> there are no hobos. It's an island. No, you bring your own hobo. Oh, bring your own hobo. Okay, and sure. Just, and you invite them for mm, Christmas. Forgot about that. You feed them, mm-hmm. get them logie, send <laughs> them in okay. the woods, and go, here's the twist. Yeah. Hunting you for sport. Sure. <laughs> Most dangerous game. Not not so much when you've really made them logie with turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Plied them with wine. Yep. Um, so that was a beautiful Christmas, you know? Yeah. Like, this is so nice for us as a family and stuff like that. And then the next year, just be this complete fucking, you know, well, So the next year the is face. this year. But what's, yeah. what was, because uh, you were telling me last week, if I'm remembering correctly, and again, I don't really listen to the show, uh, that, that there was you. a grumpy mum Christmas. The... That was a, the year before last. Okay, so here's what we've got. We've got one year of grumpy mum Christmas. Yep. Uh, then the year of you guys don't go there and mm-hmm. it's great. Yep. Then this year, uh, grumpy mum bad Christmas. shit fucking Christmas. <laughs> And so next year again, you're doing. Let's just let's. It looks like you got a tradition going mm-hmm. of like every other year yeah. you go. I've had enough of that. You gotta. You have to uh, soothe the savage beast. Okay, so you guys are all eating at like little card tables and high chairs. <laughs> well, and like an electric chair. Here, here, this is the way it worked. One of you sitting on one of those exercise balls. This is the way it worked. My my um my middle brother, uh, who is um a person who cannot stop talking. Okay. He kind of held court, bossing people around. Now, now those of you that are li- up. now those of you that are listening to this show, mm-hmm. imagine that. Imagine Dave, yeah, and someone who talks more than Dave. 
Imagine that. <laughs> Dave can't get a word in. Dave can't get a word in it. Holy I, shit, right? I am. I know, right? <laughs> Are you imagining that? <laughs> oh. I am not that talkative. I mean, I know on this show I'm talkative. Uh-huh. That's sort of the idea of the show. Okay. But in real life, I am much less talkative. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. This is a fantasy. This is, you know, this is like... This is a dream. This is me okay. on a show where we talk. So what does your brother talk about? Oh, nothing. Nothing so at all. So it is a lot like this show. It is a lot like this show. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think I've got a solution for, oh, for this. I give him a podcast? Damn right. <laughs> sounds like he's Wouldn't got... be great. Sounds like he's got a 24-hour podcast. Wouldn't be great. It doesn't have to be great. It's a podcast. It's a lot of passive aggressive comments and and podcast. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Tell me anything that that makes it not a podcast. Um, So self indulgent podcast. Self indulgent rambling podcast. (laughs) Can't stay on topic podcast. Got you there. Got me there. (laughs) Uh, So. so he was kind of like bossing everyone around and telling people what to do. Sure, it's good. You know, but really ineffectually because he wasn't actually getting up and helping. He was right. just like, Dave, sit over there. <laughs> Lisa, get, get a plate. Mary, did, you know. So get a plate. So pretty. So, so Lisa, Lisa did take the advice. Work dinner. Lisa did take the advice. She, she got a plate and she filled her plate and she went and ate in the kitchen <laughs> at the kitchen table yeah. far away from everything. But then my mom, I don't know if she's feeling guilty or what. She, she like hung buzzard like over lisa while, while she and my sister-in-law were eating at the kitchen table because there was no room at the table for them either right meanwhile my dad my younger brother my middle brother and i sat together at the table with eve and my two nephews uh-huh. my mom didn't come back there was an empty spot for her uh-huh. but she did not return i guess because she was hovering over the, the ladies in the kitchen let me just ask a question here yeah did that help with the digestion is that, is that a good way to eat I'm now picturing. Uh, sorry again. Bless your mom. Uh, I'm now picturing your mom <laughs> yes. uh, looking like Snoopy when he's a vulture. <laughs> yes, that's right. Is that, is that accurate? On, standing on a chair back. Yes, leaning way over them. <laughs> okay. Eyes in a furious glare. Uh, so she finally did come down and to eat with us. Okay. But she looked so mad. I don't know why she was so at? mad. No fucking idea. <laughs> she had a seat. She wasn't asked to sit at a TV tray on a chair in a corner of the room. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine if someone asked you over to their house and you got there yeah. to have dinner? They're already eating their dinner. Sure. And they actually didn't have a place for you to sit. But why don't you just sit in a fucking corner of the room eating th- th- your dinner from your lap? Well, it feels like, yeah, they. it almost feels like they forgot you were coming or something. Because, like, why wouldn't you have to share? Sure it out? is. But not just them. I, 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 I'm going to spread this blame around. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spread the blame around to the other family members that were there. Mm-hmm. And none of them going, hey... Yeah, they're all, they're coming, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, that, well, we should set some seats so when they show up, they can eat. Yeah. Because, you know, even if they're running late, it'll make them later when they get here yeah. to not be, because they're going to come. Mm. So it's their fault too. Them like just dumb, being dummies. <laughs> also, don't yes. eat. Yeah. Don't eat. Like, we're going to wait for them. That's yeah. what you say. Yeah. You know, and I understand that your mom won't text you. But all of them have phones. All of them have phones. And all of them could text you and go, are you coming? Everything okay? Mom wants to eat? Should we eat? Like anything, mm. you know? Yeah. But just being, just dummying up and going along with it and going, nom, 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 nom. Then you're showing up like, oh, I guess there's no cheers. Well, fuck off with that. It was an experience. I'll say that for it. It was an experience. Again, it's Dickensian. It's, it's the kind of thing odd. that, like, your mom would be visited by ghosts in the evening that would just, like, you know, of etiquette. <laughs> that would just tell her not to do it. And then the Don't. next day she'd invite you back. 
set out chairs for everyone. So was your dad during this whole thing? Uh, was he going? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, pretty much. The way it is. That's pretty much my, my life. That's I my, get this twenty four seven. That's Enjoy. My, that is my dad. That is my dad. Mm. The days of fighting against this are over now. He just goes along with it, I guess. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess that's fine then. There you go. Uh, don't don't like it. No, no, it's not. I, again, it's mm. fine as in it's not fine. Mm, okay. But like you know, because you, you said guys, it's fine. It's so fine because you've decided to not go back to that. Oh yeah. That way, that's what makes it fine. Is like you know, you can all be yeah. decent to each other. Also, you can offer an alternative yeah. and invite them over, not necessarily your mom and dad, but you could invite your mom and dad, whatever you fucking want to do. It's your life. Uh, but the other family members, if you want, and you're going to treat them uh, respectfully and have chairs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the past, this would, would have been devastating to me, you know, mm-hmm. but nowadays it's sort of funny. I had a cold sweat um, like a couple of weeks ago when we had two guests here. I thought we were going to have one guest and we didn't have enough chairs. I felt mm. terrible. I'm like, how am I going to get a fucking chair? Yeah. I was going to go next door and I was going to rent a chair from the <laughs> from the fitness center. Yeah. You know, I was like, I, I can probably do that. I can probably pull some strings. And then I ended up like sitting on this weird little box thing that we have here. <laughs> and uh, oh, it was incredibly painful, that show. <laughs> not not so, good. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. I just didn't know we were going to have two guests. And we were glad to have both of you. You were both Ryan, Crystal, fantastic. You were great guests. Yeah. Uh, your uh, Your snacks were legendary. Legendary mm. snacks, so That's good, true. yeah, fantastic. Uh, man, my ass was hurting by the end of that show. So well, should have eaten all those snacks. Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I should have ate them with my mouth. You're right, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm coughing. That's a, that's absolutely fine. It's a problem with when you have a a chesty chest like I have. Sure. So uh, we're in the middle part of the holidays. We're between Christmas. And mm. New Year's, which traditionally for me yes. is my favorite part of the holidays. Really? Yeah, because it's the no pressure time. It's the time. <laughs> you certainly like the no pressure I time. I do. I like the no pressure because it's okay. like no one expects you to do anything. You're mm. not getting calls from work. Yeah. I am. I've got deadlines tonight. Oh. But traditionally, uh, no calls from work to have yeah. to do special things. Sure. Everyone goes, listen, it, things. Are, this is a the wash. Holidays, yeah. This week is a wash. And so you get to relax a little bit. And mm. New Year's isn't much to plan for. This yeah, New Year's. I'm not really a big New Year's person. No, no one gives a shit. Yeah. It's fine. No, some people will give a shit. Yeah, okay. if you're a drinker or you really like to partay, yes. that's fine. Okay. But, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to a friend's house and uh, they're going to play accordion uh, at midnight. That'll be fine. It'll be what? all fine. Really? Yeah. Having second thoughts now. You've been there with the accordion, right? I don't think so. Hmm. Have you been there with the accordion? No. Oh, well, that's a... It's a new twist. No, no, it's an old twist. I think uh, that's happened many, many times. I don't think so. Okay, well, you know what? Just like, you know, hmm. don't be a mum about it. You know, don't hmm. ruin everything. With my cold, I may not be able to make it, actually. No, I understand that. Uh, what I'll do then is I'll videotape that with my phone. And, <laughs> uh, and I will directly, uh, I will, I Thank will you. FaceTime it, Face Thank stream you. it. Thank you so much for remembering me. Yeah. There's an there's an app, actually, that my sister was uh, really bugging me to, uh, to get that's mm. like, it works better than FaceTime. Oh, that's fantastic. I have never used FaceTime. I will never use FaceTime. But I'm glad that there's one that's better than FaceTime. Okay. Because I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. do that. What, talking which, what is better this. than FaceTime? Uh, it's a Google one. Oh, is it Ello? Uh, Duo. Ello. Google Ello. Duo. Is that the one? Yes, that's exactly what okay. it is. There's do a lot of ads for it on YouTube these days. Oh, do you, do you use that? I do not because I don't know anyone to, to uh, video chat with. Yeah, don't do that to me. I don't like doing that. <laughs> 
I don't like video chat. We don't even talk on the phone to each other. Why would no, we no. start video chatting? Gross. It's so gross talking on the phone. <laughs> I would text you, though, and let you know to come over for dinner at an appropriate time. Yeah, well, thank you. I yeah, appreciate that. I'm not going to be crazy no, no. rude. I know. You're, you're a nice guy. <laughs> Try to there's some There's some simple... No, I'm being serious. And there's some simple things you can do in your life to, that makes you nice. And one of those things is when you have people coming over is that you set an appropriate amount of... Of seating well, area for everyone. to make them feel like they're welcome. Well, totally. Oh my gosh, it's totally. like the one thing in every uh, religion that's like, what's the what's the number one thing? Be kind to guests. Mm-hmm. That's like the number one thing because yep. it's uh, almost all of these books uh, were brought by people who were guests. I don't know so people who worth, worship Cthulhu. That's part of their maybe it is. I don't know. Welcome guests, then sacrifice them to the old gods. But at first, so. make them welcome. I would bet if you worship Cthulhu and you were doing a sacrifice to the god of madness, you would probably want to, yeah, give the person a nice meal first or mm-hmm. something. No, no, you make them feel welcome. Like, then here's you the thing. Them. You're Dracula. You're, okay, uh, you're a, a blood-sucking monster. Thank you. The first thing you do is you invite the person to your table mm-hmm. and you give them a meal. Exactly. A nice meal. Hopefully they cut themselves during the meal. Yeah, yeah. You get, get you a little excited. Yeah, why don't you shave it's, before dinner? It's your own <laughs> sort of an uh, order for Yeah, yourself. let's have a race and see who can shave yeah. the fastest. The that kind of thing. That's what Dracula does. <laughs> but he gives you a meal first. <laughs> The shaving race. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, he's a monster. He is a monster. But he's not a monster. But not a complete monster. And also... He's a monster, but not a mother. Right. That's the thing. The the difference is he has an appropriate amount of chairs. (laughs) Dracula won't make you sit in the kitchen and and eat. (laughs) At the kitchen table while he hovers around. Everything (laughs) all right? Yes. Yeah. Hey, your shadow's in the other room. It's okay. He's doing his own thing. <laughs> He's entertaining the others. When they did yeah, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. When it, they did it. Yeah, when they did it. Uh, That's a good way to describe it. They did it. Uh, <laughs> do you think that uh, Gary Oldman at some point wanted to go full Bela Lugosi? Oh, here comes the siren. What is it, folks? We can't guess this time around, unfortunately, because the windows are shut because we're trying to keep in heat. Anything we're, bias. We just want to do anyway, the full blah, blah, blah. Take a drink. Uh, I think when I think it's kind of like when Gary Oldman does any movie. Mm-hmm. Where's my wig? <laughs> that he There's a, few, a couple of performances. Mm-hmm. They're going to be over the top. Probably. He's going to give you a couple of juicy, hammy ro- bits. Yeah. It's up to you as the director. You can be the, a Luc Besson. Mm-hmm. And put the most over the top moment of Gary Oldman yeah, and just put that into your, yeah, put that yeah. into your Leon. You can you can give you can take that hammy performance and put it into your Romeo lies bleeding. Drip some drip some fudge on the top of his head while he talks. You can take that hammy performance and put it into your uh, true romance. Sure. Or yeah, you can cut out all that stuff, all that Royal Shakespearean Academy, whatever it's called, RSA Royals. Anyway, doesn't matter. You can take that out and just have like a, a straight, nice performance of by Gary Oldman. And then you get your uh, Dracula from mm. that movie. Because it actually is a good performance by mm. Gary Oldman. Like that movie, it suffers a little bit from... Keanu Reeves' accent. Keanu Reeves' accent a little bit. But I feel that that is, could have been overcome if the movie had more of a sense of purpose. Mm. But it's a very meandering film. And you don't you don't really feel like there's any kind of story that's happening in some sort of linear way. Yeah, and that, there's good scenes, but it doesn't all. Yeah, and the Coppola was much more interested in like talking about the technology of the time, you know, and like movies and things like that. There's a scene where they go into like a movie during the movie, mm-hmm. but you don't really know why did they do that. Just so he, see, he just seemed to I me mean, not that interested in the film itself, but rather in things that were around the movie, around the story. So I know I don't, but I don't hate the film, and I don't hate. I think Gary Oldman is very good in the film. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I yeah, think he's I've... very. I think he's a very good actor, but I think 
I think he, I know, like, I know in Leon that he did his performance. He did a couple of takes where he was just, you know, goofing around. And Luc Besson used those oh, goofing around okay. takes uh, because I think he wanted that over the topness in the, in the, in the, performance but uh i question those decisions <laughs> myself but i'm not a big luke basson fan so uh there was a my wife got into a little bit of a heated thing with uh with the uh, <clears throat> i saw that oh did you did you read that i read a i read a lot of it but oh. after a while i get i get to feel yeah that it's oh yeah well, you know what this what, isn't this a great conversation hey my wife i know and did you like i saw and that's it yeah but then i got tired of it well i don't blame you Thanks for talking We're about done. that. <laughs> Not for that topic. Thanks for that. Vague, Let's move on. Cast. Let me look at our list of things to talk about <laughs> when we went to the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was it. That's they, so rude. They were. <laughs> okay, so what was it about? You they were, well, there was someone, I guess, wrote an essay yeah. talking about how bad the, the new Star Wars film is, That's The Last correct. Jedi. Yeah. Which has been. Which is called Garbage Shit and many other things. Mm, yeah. Which has been uh, a very polarizing film. Mm. And I think the reason that it's polarizing for people. Even more so than The Polar Express, which was a very, very <laughs> polarizing <laughs> Film. <laughs> Even more than those Coke commercials featuring polar bears. Mm-hmm. Don't give them <laughs> Coca-Cola. That's a terrible thing for a bear. Now they can track us with their Coca-Cola. Why is a penguin here? <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> it's an imaginary place. It's fine. So, um... They live I... on opposite sides of the fucking planet. Okay, go ahead. Can... Why is a lion with a tiger? Unless they both <laughs> escape from the zoo. There you go. That's why. Okay. And why are they drinking Shasta? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Why is anyone drinking Shasta? It's pretty good. They, no, is it? Yeah, they got a good cherry soda. Mm. Okay. Okay, but continue. I mean, somebody who likes Pop Shop Pop, I really can't criticize anyone yeah. for their taste. In- I like a Pick a Pop, so <coughs> who am I to judge? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so Pia. That's my wife. She She joined in the conversation just to make her own points. That what she enjoyed about the film. Right. And then the person who yeah, The person uh, who wrote the essay. Face, no, no. The person whose uh, board it was who posted it uh, said, well, that was a, some good points. That was David Fine, okay. our friend yeah. David. Yeah. Went, oh, those are, some, those are really good points. Even though David agreed with elements yeah, of the Yeah, he wasn't a huge fan of the movie. Yeah, yeah that's fair. But he, li- he liked it, but he didn't like certain points. Mm-hmm. He didn't think it was garbage. Mm. Okay. So she, she posts her thing. He goes, good point. Yeah. And then the author of the essay comes on and... <laughs> you know, just pretty much condescends to... He star splains to to Pia where she's wrong and the fact that this movie. What I it's funny though. Like let's just let's back away from that and let's talk about it more generally. Which okay. is can I? Uh, no, I want to do okay, one specific wanna, quote because sure, I want to sure. get this in. Yeah, okay. Because uh, I read I read on his own page uh, him responding to a bunch of people mm. and uh, and and the the one thing that just was like just a classic thing to me was he said you know I always wanted to write uh, a Star Wars film. Uh, you know, and I've got a script for it, but I wouldn't even want them to do it now because they just fuck it up. Mm. I was like, okay, sure. So, first of all, I was like, what a weird thing to write. <laughs> what a weird thing to write. Okay, yeah. but 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 to me, I just went, oh, so this film got in the way of your fan fiction. Yeah, exactly. And that's what makes you mad. And that's, it, what's and that's making what making everyone mad. mad. Yeah, everyone is mad about this film. The people who are mad about this movie, and that's why I'm taking it more general. Please do, because I've, I've got what, a broad philosophical point to make later. What I like about this film, yeah. As We're someone, waving our hands wildly. As, as, someone, <laughs> as someone who doesn't enjoy continuity in films, and we've talked about that before on the show. Right. By the way, we're talking about Star Wars uh, The Ewok Village. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. That's right. The made-for-TV movie. Go ahead. Um, what I like about this Ewok Village, what I like about that film... Is when Wickwalk... Is <laughs> Wickwalk <laughs> does, his, does his thing when he does his walk. So cute. Yeah. Because here's the thing about Ewoks that are so great, and people don't realize this, 
is there's so much corgi in them. <laughs> okay. That they're so cute. Oh, that's why they're hanging around a princess because they know eventually she's exactly. going to be a queen. Exactly. And then she'll be around the corgis. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I get it now. And they got that nice little walk. All right. Anyway. What was I talking about? You're oh, talking I don't about... really like continuity that much in films. Okay. In the sense that I don't mind it, but it doesn't kill me if people go, eh, you know, what are we going to do with the doctor? We said he only has 13 regenerations. <laughs> We're reaching the 13th. We can't carry on. Yeah. Just ignore it. It was written by one guy in the 1970s when he was doing a script on for, a deadline. For, for Doctor Who. He wrote 13 regenerations. That's doesn't matter. You can just make up a different number yeah. or ignore that number or change it. Say it doesn't didn't matter doesn't matter because that's what every fucking scriptwriter did for Doctor Who throughout the entire run of it is they just ran over what other people wrote. If you tried to like put together a a coherent idea of what Gallifrey was from all the mentions that were made of it through the years of of Doctor Who, there's no possible way you could make a coherent idea because they're all different. Because people just off the top of their head threw some shit down on a piece of paper so they get out a weekly show. And that's what they did, you know? And so, fuck continuity. Also, it's they were, fun, and but... they were making it up as they went along with Star Wars, obviously, too. Yeah. If you look at the first three movies, they're just making it up as yeah. they went along. And it's fun. Yeah. But don't lose your shit over it. It's just a goofy... It's just goofy fun. It's science fantasy. And it's not spitting in your eye. It's not an insult to you and the fans <laughs> yeah. if it goes in a different direction than exactly. you like. Than you, what you wanted or what you... Like, this idea that we, we're owed some sort of explanation of who Snopes is... And I don't Snoke. want to go into Snoke, I don't want... but by God, I love when you call him Snopes. <laughs> oh, man. And it's, and it's I just concentrated. Like... <laughs> I concentrated to get it right. That's right. I thought, okay, it's Snopes. Wait a minute. I'm sure it's Snopes. Is, is Darth Vader Luke's father? <laughs> Let me check with Snopes. <laughs> True. Oh, Verified. I'm surprised. Here's all the references. Anyway, okay. let, me, let me check with Snokes. Ooh, he does not so he hasn't such nice answers. Uh sorry, Snoke. Snoke. So Snoke. People spent all this time uh, see, people spent all this time talking about Snoke <laughs> and developing their theories about him and, and, and whatnot. And yeah. The Last Jedi went in its own direction mm-hmm. with the character, and I want to talk about exactly what it was, because sure. I'm sure people haven't all, everyone yeah. hasn't seen we it. We can yet. just say this much. Uh Snoke on a plane. <laughs> That's right. Why and are then there Mace so many Window shows up and says, I've had enough. This motherfucking Snoke <laughs> on, on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> I was like, well, there's more swears in this one than plane a normal of exi- Star Plane War. of existence. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and so, so no spoilers. But the movie goes in its own direction mm-hmm. that, you know, and it doesn't bother to answer all the stuff that doesn't matter. Like, you don't need the backstory of every single fucking person that appears in a movie. It's not important. Yeah. You know, you just need the bare facts. Get on with the story. You don't want to stop for a second while someone leans on a mantelpiece and with a drink in their hand and goes, "Well, you know, Snoke was uh, a young man who came from a farming." Pl-. You know, like who cares? Who cares? And also, something's going to cover that base later. Don't worry. Or maybe there's not, or not. one hole that's not going to be filled by some kind of yes, book I guess or comic right. or video game. I guess you're right. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of the movies, like, and this person is his constant re- response to Pia was. It doesn't follow what the eight preceding films have have done, unless this is isn't this one of the eight preceding films, or maybe Rogue One is the eight. Yeah, I guess they're going with I that. Yeah, with there that. was three, and then two, and then three, and then yeah, there's probably one that I'm not con- considering. Well, he also he also does a thing uh, where he goes, you know, and in Star Wars Rebels, and then in brackets canon. Yeah, this yeah, happens yeah, like yeah. okay, 
Get yeah, out of here. Yeah. You're bringing up Star Wars Rebels. I don't even know what that means. Of course you don't. Why would you? It's a TV show. It doesn't matter. You might as well quote Star Wars Lego and just go in Star Wars Lego. Uh, Darth Vader can just break apart and then reassemble himself and he's fine. It's like, well, yeah, you can repair. Star Wars Lego canon. That's right. That's how they repair the Death Star. So they That's just right. click it back in together again. Star Wars Death Star quote laser cannon quote mm-hmm. yeah i mean that particular conversation was annoying because i was just reading it's like as someone who worked in a comic book store and is like in the industry and it's, it's same yeah. with same with pia you deal with these kind of folks mm-hmm. and it's fine but when you add this extra sort of layer of of sexism to it where it's like you know it's it's almost like the hey baby type thing and here's here's where uh i'll i will show you directly how it was a sexist conversation okay was uh, so it's it gets to the it gets to a bubbling heated point as these things mm-hmm. do yeah. where it's like how about this dismiss how about this dismiss okay so uh, Pia goes well let's just agree to disagree yeah now the thing to do at that point is well I appreciate the conversation yeah or thanks for reading the article yeah or yeah. well da 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 I appreciate your thoughts on this positive yeah. thoughts on that. maybe even throwing a little I like your work or something if you yeah. something something nice instead. Yeah. Oh, trying to pull the cord on this one, huh? Now that you're not winning the argument. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's Johnny Double Down when someone's trying to go, let's just call it a day. Yeah. Double Down. Rah! Now I'm going to attack. <laughs> okay. So then it gets a little more heated. Mm-hmm. And then the person whose page it is, David, comes on and goes, yeah. hey, let's just agree to disagree. Yeah, this is this getting movie. heated. Uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, the guy who's like uh, Johnny Double Down goes, like, he likes that comment. It's like, good. So it's just like, okay. So when you have like a woman saying mm. something and then you have a guy saying something and one mm. of them is, oh, yeah, and the other one is, yeah, it's a good point. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's not all sexism, but it, it also is. It mm. also is. Well, if it was a, if I think it, he's friends with David and not with Pia, so. That could be part of it. He's just trying to be like, okay, David, you know, we're friends and I'll just put my, put it back in my pants. Yeah. Enough of this waving it around so people can see the fact that I know all eight films. Of the Star Wars canon, yeah. plus Rebels, everyone. And have I mentioned that I've seen all of Clone Wars as well? I haven't seen any of those things. I don't care about all that stuff. Some of them are okay, some of them are not. I just yeah. want to see the movies. You know what? You know, here's the thing about Star Wars. It's a buffet. Take what you want. <laughs> I don't like the ambrosia salad. I understand. You don't have to have it. <laughs> yeah. And Star Wars Rebels is the ambrosia yeah. salad. Have it? Don't. Doesn't fucking matter. In fact, don't watch the movies. You mm-hmm. could just watch the TV show. You could be a kid and yeah. just play the Lego. You're still fine. You'll like it. It's Star Wars. It's yours. And I didn't like every moment of The Last Jedi. Why? I yeah, appreciated it. Did you like every moment of, of any of the movies? Star Wars. Star Wars itself pretty is pretty good. damn good. Pretty... Yeah, that's a good point. Have you ever seen that YouTube video? It's called How Star Wars Was Saved in the Editing. I think it's a very good uh, I, I th- it's, discussion. I'm, I'm, I've got to watch it. I've got to oh, okay. load it up to watch it. Okay. Yeah. It's a very good discussion of, of just the fact that, you know, it's basically what it says. I think that what everyone knows now, which is that what George Lucas needed to get his vision on screen was, you know, masterful collaborators who helped him Hell take yeah. his ideas, which were very interesting and very good. And manipulate them into something that was watchable by everyone. Right. He had good ideas, but he didn't have a story. He had a, st- I think he had a story, but he didn't have, he didn't have like a, a great way to tell it yet. Like he's, it was still a bit flabby. Mm-hmm. And he needed people to come in and say, get rid of this. Yeah. Break, shorten this. Let's put this in, you know, let's, and to cut it down to a, a way that, that worked. And what's interesting about Star Wars and, and Empire Strikes Back, for instance, is, you know, uh, well, Marsha Lucas or Marcia Lucas. Um, there's another editor, Paul something. There's basically three editors on Star Wars, and they came in late on on The Empire Strikes Back, but Lucas had very little to do with the final cuts of any of those films. 
you know, and the fact that he still likes to go back and niggly poke away at these things really, you know, and he's not helping them and all his poking around and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like these people came in and they made them as good as they can be, I think, in terms of as films. Yeah. Yes, the special effects aren't always the greatest because, you know, 1977. But, you know, when, when I saw it as a kid in the theater, it was absolutely marvelous yeah. what it was, you know. I it mean, was just tight... spray-painted Bic razors attached <laughs> to something else and everything was spray-painted great and it looked great. That looks, yeah, it looked fantastic. And you, there's no way that you can duplicate the absolute wonder of the rebel ship, you know, going flying, you know, past your eye line. And then this huge star destroyer, star destroyer, you know, that seems to be endlessly flying over it from mm-hmm. the you know, top of the screen across the, in front of you. Like, there's just no way to describe that. And the fact is that that's not how the movie started with George Lucas. He had a different, he had different scenes. He had he had Luke Skywalker scenes that are dumb and boring and full of useless information that didn't re- relate to the rest of the film. And maybe they establish his character in some way, but not in a way that's purposeful. Mm-hmm. You know, so really. You know, all that was taken out, and Luke doesn't appear for quite a while into the into the film. The film sets up a lot of stuff before we ever see Luke Skywalker, uh, and those this and those changes like that is very interesting. You and know? you need the vastness of space and the and and the hugeness so that when you come down to this planet mm-hmm. and his his world is so small, yeah, it's a great contrast. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, that that completely that completely works. Yeah, Lucas had good ideas and lucked out and it all came together <laughs> yes and uh, and 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 worked um yeah and then when you know yeah i get that you know the vision in his head wasn't what was there but that's there's always compromise as a filmmaker yeah. and often the compromise that you make then becomes the strength of the movie mm-hmm. but then he went back and went i'll fix it so i'll add all the stuff yeah yeah no. yeah but um, I was watching uh, a, sh- a Netflix show about toys, mm. uh, and uh, they had one on Star Wars okay. toys. And I have been making a mistake for most of my life about Boba Fett. I thought that the Boba Fett toy yeah. came out after Empire Strikes Back. Wrong. It came out before Empire mm-hmm. Strikes Back mm-hmm. That's why after he was the in. holiday special. That's why he was in Empire Strikes Back. Because it was uh, so popular. So popular, yeah. yeah. And then they couldn't actually do the toy that they promised, which was this uh, rocket firing from his back. Because uh, they had the same company, uh, I think Kenner. it was Kenner, mm-hmm. yeah, made a Battlestar Galactica toy that had a similar mm. uh, firing mechanism. Okay. And a kid choked on the on oh. the toy, oh. and uh, I don't think they died, but it was mm. dangerous. And they went, okay, we can't yeah. have anything that shoots that could go in the kid's mouth. Uh, um, it's too bad. But uh, I had uh, Baron Baron whatever his name was. Then the Micronauts. Baron Carza. Baron Carza. Okay, yeah, who fired from his chest and yeah. also fired his fists. Yeah. And was a centaur. Was a centaur. He could be made into because he was magnetic, so he could be made into various. By the way, shapes. let's just get, let's just get into that really briefly and just yeah. say, how do you make Darth Vader cooler? What if he had a horse's body? <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. He's also a centaur, but not all the time. Yeah, just when he feels like it, mm-hmm. then he gets a horse's body. Just just to show what an unusual child I was. Even uh-huh. though I love Star Wars, I never had any real Star Wars toys. No, because they didn't have horses' bodies. But I liked Micronauts a lot. I had a Micronauts lot of Micronauts. were really good. Yeah. Time traveler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Croyer. Uh, okay. Anyway, back <laughs> back to this. Um, back to that. So my theory about the popularity of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and I was incorrect, but I think my greater point is uh, still valid, uh, yes. was 
when Boba Fett came out, no one knew anything about him. Mm -hmm. So when you played with Boba Fett or acted like Boba Fett or, or made up stuff about Boba Fett, those are all the stories in your own head about Boba Fett. So all your pleasant memories of Boba Fett are things you did. And those are always also the best Star Wars stories. Your best Star Wars stories are you in the backyard with your friend with a couple of paper tubes whacking each other. Yeah. Those are the best Star Wars stories. Okay. You know, you'll never be able to have a, a movie that's as good as what you made up in your in your own head it's possible and i think to a degree maybe that's why each film is a disappointment after the initial film yeah because it can never live up to mm -hmm. you know where you think it's going to go yeah. especially empire strikes back would set up so much stuff yeah you can never pay that off because you have written so much in your head yeah and i think that's what happened with this fella was you know he saw force awakens yeah wrote this thing in his head yeah. like you would be a kid in your backyard mm -hmm. but you know uh and then when he saw the movie he's like that's not right yeah. It's like, yeah, because it wasn't the thing that was in there. But the strength of Star Wars always is the stories that how it influences you and 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 the stories you make up in your head and where it lands in your heart. Yeah. And here's my bill, big philosophical thing, Dave. Okay. Uh, in uh, Let's Yo hear it. when Yoda describes what the Force is, not in this one. I'm talking in the past, uh, but similar, you know, with whatever. Uh, but Yoda talks about the Force and the Force is uh, not uh, in objects, but it's what binds the universe together. Okay. And I think the Force is the space in between the films because that's where people come in <laughs> okay. and that's where their imagination and their dreams and what it means to them uh you know that's what the real force is in the force dave it's you and me oh yeah well. it's our thoughts it's our feelings it's uh it's that and that's what binds the films together well thank you for giving george lucas all that credit i'm sure it won't go to his head at all there you are i'm giving people who are the the people who like the the film's uh, credit there because mm. you've all made up wonderful stories in your backyards and with your toys and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff and that's great sure. but it can go toxic when you demand that the films then adhere to that as well yeah so well, i agree don't be a, don't be a doing that fellas that's why i always bridle at continuity I mean, this is one of the reasons we're rewatching um, uh, Twin Peaks again. The uh, the third. The return. Yeah, the return. Nice. And uh, we just got the Blu-ray. Uh, oh, you set. did. Yeah. Very oh, nice. Looking forward to. Um, <laughs> but there's an example. Have you got your eight yet? How does it look in Blu-ray? We haven't we haven't oh, looked okay. at, at that yet. Okay. We were, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a series that didn't deliver a lot of the things that people wanted, and yet delivered. Oh. But it, it, you know, if like. If you if you ask like what do you uh -huh. want to happen in this mm -hmm. in in Twin Peaks season three, I want this 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 yep. this and this. I want Dale to be Dale Cooper and to return to Twin Peaks and ask for pie and chuck coffee and say damn good pie. Yeah, I want more <laughs> of the same. <coughs> you want more of the same, but more. Mm -hmm. uh, and what uh, what Lynch did was something else. He gave and you what he wanted. He gave you gave you a bunch of stuff, and some of it crossed over with mm -hmm. what you wanted, and some of it didn't. <clears throat> Uh, but it probably didn't in any way match up with your fan fiction or what you wrote in your head. No. But it doesn't take away from what you played with in your head. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Because yeah. Twin Peaks of its day was a comment on that time period. And Twin Peaks of this day is a comment on this time period. But there's a lot of people times. who got mad and said, again, this is, uh, this is like a, an mm -hmm. insult to the fans. <laughs> you know, you, you spend yeah. all this time. And it's like, it's not. No. None of this is an insult no. to the fans. No. You know, because it doesn't line up with what you're doing. And no. I think like he was doing the best, his be he was bringing his best work. He wasn't slacking oh, yeah. off in any way. He was oh, no. delivering. Working hard. You know, if what it, it wasn't like... what you specifically wanted, yeah. that's still not an insult to you. I watched a little behind the scenes uh, stuff that was on, on YouTube. Okay. They had like a 50 minute kind of super cut of behind the scenes stuff as a teaser for, for the Blu-ray or for the DVD release. 
And I guess it was about six hours of behind the scenes or six Something hours like of extra that. material. Yeah. So that sounds really great. But uh, it was interesting to watch him working uh, with actors and making up decisions. You know, and he, there's a scene where he's talking. He's very upset because, you know, it's their sets. It's their their studio lot. And they're being asked to get all the stuff done in two days. And he's like, how can we do? Why are we rushing? We don't have any time to, like, make stuff up. We don't mm-hmm. have any time to, you know, and he says that. We don't have any time to dream stuff up. That's what he says. Yeah. Which, of course, is very Lynchian, the idea of dreaming stuff up. And he's right. There's no time for him to sit and look at the set and look at the actors and think of, you know, things. Think of alternate things that they can do. And it's, 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 quite, a good, uh, it's quite a good little super Isn't set. it weird thinking that he was asked to do Return of the Jedi and what would his version of Return of the Jedi have looked like? Well, you know, he certainly at that time period could could kind of nest, nestle into a commercial job. Was I mean, that to after Elephant, Dune? Elephant Man. Before Dune. It would have been before Dune. I think they're fairly simultaneous. And the reason he did Dune <coughs> was so that Dino De Laurentiis would, um, would uh, finance Blue Velvet. That's right. And so he wouldn't have got that doing Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. It just would have been more commercial work without any real end Yeah, game. he would just made a lot of money. That mm-hmm. was it. Yeah. And that's he was saying it... how his manager, you know, after that was just like, do you know how much you turned down? <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. And I don't blame him. It would have been really hard for him to work on a movie like that where it's his strong personality versus George Lucas's strong personality. You know, like when, when, uh, Irvin, Irvin Kirshner directed Empire Strikes Back. George Lucas was hardly ever there during the filming of it in England or in, or in uh, Norway. He was in California de- dealing with all the special effects elements. And so he spent most of his time in California getting rushes sent to him. Well, the rest of the crew and Gary Kurtz, the co-producer, worked, they worked in, in, you know, at whatever it was, Pinewood or wherever they filmed in, uh, in England. And they, film without his interference mostly so it worked really well for them they were mm-hmm. able to kind of do their own thing but i know with a return of the jedi that that lucas had more input and i think we can see that in the kind of quality of some of the things in the film and no i think david lynch would not have enjoyed that at all and i don't you know and it would have been a passable film but i don't think he's i don't think he's an inspired journeyman like kirshner was who could t- who could go into a project like right. empire strikes back and knew knew how to ignore the things that weren't important, which is basically the sets, the costumes, and things like that, because that's not his department. Mm-hmm. And just get down to the nitty-gritty of character and story. And then when he worked so hard to get the characters in the story good, you know, where he was, you know, famously, uh, you know, improvising this, the scene, the, the, the freezing scene with Luke and Leia, or uh, with Han and Leia. Yeah. You know, like, obviously not scripted, but he wasn't happy with what was there on the page. And so he... He sought input from from Harrison Ford to make to make that character to enrich the character yeah. and things like that, and so that's what he brought to that film. I don't think that that's Lynch's forte. I think he has a different. He brings a different thing to what he does. You know, and his is much in a way deeper than what Kirshner is because Lynch is not a journeyman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are you I, talking about the "I love you, I know" mm-hmm, that scene? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so I think you know, of course, it would be fa- fascinating to see a film directed by David Lynch that's part of the Star Wars canon but I don't think we would watch it and say wow what a what what a thing he brought to it you know what a cuz what could he bring to it a really creepy sarlacc pit i guess but once again <laughs> as the director could you imagine what Jabba's palace would look like 
if it was David Lynch presents Jabba's Palace? You know, I guess, but really, he's hired to 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 bring out George Lucas's vision. So those things are already being done and are designed. Yeah, LIM has already done all these designs and things like that. People have already drawn the character sketches, the costuming, and stuff like that. He's just coming in to you know as a journeyman director to to work and make you know put together the scene, stitch together this thing and something that could be put into theaters. And that's, I don't think that's what he wanted, you know, and obviously doing Blue Velvet, which was the right thing for him to right do. Right thing to do. I mean, that's the first film I ever went to as a film viewer that I watched people walk out of. Ah. Blue Velvet, yeah. yeah. What scene did they walk out? I really don't remember now, but yeah. It was what the was f- the film that you saw the most walkouts? Was it that one? Mm. I'll tell you mine. Crumb. Really? I had about, about a third of the audience walked. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. No, I saw it in a pretty pretty empty theater. Actually, the same theater I saw at Blue Velvet, actually, the Hollywood on uh, Broadway. But um, I think the most walkouts I saw for it was uh, El Topo. Okay. Because it was a weird double bill. It was El Topo with Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, okay. So you got people in who yeah, wanted yeah. to see Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and then yeah. they're in this very weird, mystic, violent, ultra-violent yeah. we- you know, Western full of, of castration and nudity and a lot of weird stuff. And so... There's a few people who who, who hoofed it to the to the exit during the. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I just sat through it all, going, "What the hell is this?" I was, you know, I was in grade twelve. I don't know what the. I didn't even heard of Jodorowsky at that time. So we agree, David Lynch, the right choice for Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and uh, do you really think that? What's that? Do you no, really no. think that? Okay. No, I think David Lynch made the right choice not doing it. Oh yes, right choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also think uh, Return of the Jedi was a film that no one could have really made perfect because. You know what can you do? You've already you've had you've had Star Wars where you had a happy ending. Everyone's characters well, basically wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Empire. Oh yeah, I agree with you. Empire went. We've uh, talked about this before. No, no, but we haven't. With Empire, it just went like yeah. everything gets shitty. Mm-hmm. And really shitty. That's super. A, that's shitty. a middle. That's a middle act. That's yeah. your middle act. It's really, really shitty. Yeah. Now, your third film, you want to have a happy ending again, mm-hmm. but you can never have an ending as happy as the first one. So yeah, and then you try to duplicate the same thing, can't yeah. do the same magic trick twice. That's, that's a problem. What are you gonna do? How do you end? How do you end Star? Like I think Redemption of Vader, that's great, mm-hmm. but you you can't blow up a Death Star again. It's just like what do you what do you do? Yeah, well, it's uh, a bigger Death Star. <laughs> and then the Star Killer base was even bigger. That's a bigger Death Star. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's. Yeah, no, I, I, we've talked about it before, and I, like I said, I don't talked about the first one, but I don't, I don't think, think, like, I don't, I don't think we've ever talked about like how could you possibly oh, do no, the. I, I have the said that I said that Han Solo shouldn't be in the third film mm-hmm. because his character arc is done. You know, his character arc is done at that point. Like, there's, we know he loves Leia. Once you've declared that, what are you going to do next? Show them living in a you house could, together? You could actually, even though Harrison Ford is so great, what are you going to do? Not use Harrison Ford, but story wise. The last scene could be, you know, them getting the fucking carbonite and just bringing him out and him going, what happened? We got a <laughs> lot to tell you about, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Chewy. And there we go. Yeah. I mean, maybe that film would be better if, hear me out. Maybe this, that film would be better <laughs> if Han Solo isn't in the film entirely. Yes, I agree with you. But we put the Jabba the Hutt rescue scene at the end of the film rather than the beginning. Mm. So, and then what we do is we make the actual other part of the film interesting and i don't i know that's probably kind of shocking to people but if we made return of the jedi interesting mm-hmm. then i think that it, it would be a better film so now what we're doing is some fanfic here's what we do <laughs> so if you've got according to the canon all right so if if leia isn't stuck uh in front of that giant door that you hate so much with mm. han solo through the thing yeah she's helping luke okay yeah that's better right and here's and the, she finds out yes she's got the fucking force powers yeah but she doesn't know 
She doesn't know what's going on. Right. So he's basically on the fly got to teach her. Yeah. So he's got to Yoda it a bit mm-hmm. and just go, okay, I'm going to explain this to you. Here's what. All right. Clear your mind. Do the thing. Do the what thing. if Vader starts to reach out to her and she starts to have these dark impulses? Yeah. And she doesn't know why because she can't control it yet the way that Luke can. Right. And she's she's especially gone dark. Because the person she loves has mm. been frozen in carbonite. Yeah, and Her planet gone. blew up. Yeah. She's lost everything. Yeah. She's so dark, she's ripe for the turning. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, you got a confrontation there between yeah. Luke oh. and Leia. Why don't they call us when they were doing this movie? I know. We're great. <laughs> Look at us with our cleverness. In fact, I think it's an insult they didn't go with that storyline. <laughs> By gosh. According to canon. Yeah. Hey, I've got a very nerdy question uh, oh, for, this, for you. Well, let's not go. I don't want to be too nerdy. I know we're sort of wrapping up because we both have voices that are uh, mm, shot to shit. But I brought I brought this up uh, on Facebook today, and I was okay. I was talking about it at uh, the Critical Hit Show last night. Oh, okay. Um, okay, let's so, uh, recycle it. So in Star Wars, and it got triggered by Star Wars, where uh, everyone in Star okay. Wars, yep. all these creatures speak different languages, okay. right? You got Jabba the Hutt, you got R two D two, you got the Jabbas. A Jawas. You got all these things. They speak that are, Jawa. They're all like, blah, 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 blah. okay. So, yes. and people can't understand them. No. They need to be translated. They need a translation droid. But everybody understands English and never needs a translation the other way. Mm. It's always like everyone's learned English, yeah. whatever it is, but we can't learn their language. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird that they have that. Is like, it, is, if it's English, we're or just, whatever it's called, we're just understanding the the, the general language of that right. Time. But whatever language Luke speaks at the farm yeah. with his uh, uncle and aunt, yeah. the universe understands that. It's no one ever language. does it. Goes it's the language? Huh? It's the language of the Federation. Pourquoi? Uh, je ne parle pardon. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. No, everyone understands it. So yeah. like that's weird. Uh, but that made me think of universal translators on things like Doctor Who and Star Trek. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the Babblefish. Babblefish, yeah. So what I was thinking was with Star Trek on yeah. the uh, on the Enterprise. Yeah. Does because like if someone appears on the screen, is this a Star Trek question? It's a Star Trek question. Oh, all right. Or it can be a Doctor Who question if you'd prefer. Mm-hmm. But uh, so so in Star Trek, if someone appears on the screen, an alien, yeah, they're immediately translated because mm-hmm. they're not speaking English. Yeah, Where, wherever in the galaxy they are, they will talk to Kirk, and t- Kirk will talk back. Yeah. Um. So the so or they there's come on a the similar sh- idea in Doctor Who as well. Right. So if they come on the ship, they immediately are able to be understood. Mm-hmm. My question to you then is. Mm-hmm. Does everybody on the Enterprise speak English? Or because this is going on the whole time, like Chekhov, is Chekhov speaking Russian and we're just having it translated to English? Or is the entire ship, mm. everyone speaks English? Or is it the other or is it the other way around? Because if Chekhov, who clearly has a Russian accent, so speaks Russian mm-hmm. and occasionally speaks Russian, okay. why would you ever learn English if there's a universal translator in your universe? There's no fucking reason to spend years learning perfect English <laughs> when there's a machine that goes click and now I can talk to you. Yeah. What's the point? So my question is, is everyone on the Enterprise, are they all yeah. speaking different languages? Is Spock speaking Vulcan and, and, and we're just hearing it translated or did he learn English as well? On Vulcan, this snobby planet. This is somehow my... they went. Hey, you know what? Uh, we're big snobs. Mm-hmm. We 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 think we're the best thing in the galaxy. But you know what? There's a planet called Earth, and they got mm. a language called English. Let's yeah. all learn it and let's all talk it. So tell me, Dave, what's up? I'm gonna say sometimes. Thank you very much. And question has been answered. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, I think it's an interesting idea. But I think it's sometimes. The reason for that is I think that individual languages carry their own meaning in that language and their own ideas in that language. And so when you're talking to earthlings in earth language, 
let's say in let's say the federation language is english mm -hmm. um they're it's in san francisco so it would make sense that they'd be speaking english. their ideas are from english the english yeah. language you know just the same way that ideas in french are different than ideas in english i know it sounds weird but so i think that for a vulcan just to have his thoughts translated into english they would still be vulcan thoughts you know what i mean mm -hmm. but he wants to he wants to communicate to a person who speaks english he would have to learn english mm -hmm. in order to have like a back and forth but when he goes to vulcan yeah. and talks to his father yeah is he speaking english to his father he's speaking vulcan He's speaking Vulcan. Yeah. But we're hearing it as English. We're hearing it as English, yeah. All right, very good. And when doctor, the doctor yeah. is on the TARDIS, and the TARDIS does the translating in mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. so is he speaking Gallifreyan the whole time, and he's never been speaking English? No, he's speaking English to, to Earthlings. So he's learned English? Yes, yes. Okay, so it's not a translation. Because once again, he has to make himself understood to us. So if someone who is is someone okay so he's he shows up in London mm -hmm. and then a person uh, and he's talking to somebody and he's speaking English they're yeah. both speaking English to each yeah. other yeah. someone shows up from France yeah. and starts speaking French does that immediately turn to English and they all now speak English or 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 to the French person uh, are they now hearing isn't the doctor there, and this other person speaking French doesn't isn't there some sort of connection between the 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 Doctor's associate and himself that makes that translation work for both of them. I think it's yeah. been a while since. She, yeah, I... the, the companion does get the translation thing as well. Yeah, but once once I don't from... think it goes from outside of them. Like I don't think that another person who was in the vicinity of them would also be using it. But if the doctor lands in France, yeah, he walks out. Everyone's speaking English. There is that episode where he goes to the Louvre. Okay, there you John go. John Cleese and Eleanor Braun looking at... Very nice. Yeah. But I think John Cleese is looking probably... Looking at the TARDIS. It's probably speaking... Yeah, it's a yes. good one. It's probably speaking uh, English. Yeah. But if someone is speaking French, you would hear it as English in the Doctor Who world if you're near the TARDIS, right? No. You would it would sound... It would be French. Yeah. Would he understand it? No. Would he understand French? Not if he's not connected to the Doctor. Okay, um, no, I'm saying like the doctor. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. sorry. So when the do and when the doctor's talking to someone from France, the mm -hmm. person is hearing the doctor speaking in French. That's right. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. And that's how uh, that all works. <laughs> this is a very nerdy. Question. If uh, any, if any of you uh, think this is wrong, uh, let's have a heated argument about it. it you know what? It, but once again, let's have a really heated what, argument. Whatever, because all these things are just matters of convenience. It's mm -hmm. inconvenient to have to. Oh, that was an interesting siren. It's inconvenient to have to construct new languages for every episode of a TV show. Sure. You know, like, if you're doing it as an overarching thing in a TV show, then yes, you can hire a person who is very good at creating fake languages and have them create, a, you know... A, and then a, you get Star Trek Discovery. Is that right? Yeah. You have you a get, lot of Klingons. you have the Klingons going, dick, bak, duck, for like seven fucking 15. minutes. And you're like, I know this is accurate, and it's good sci-fi. Like, God. Give me my science fantasy, please. Yeah, could someone please turn on the universal translator now? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, I, I, I have not watched that show for quite a while, mm -hmm. but I did find that annoying. Uh, one, one other quick thing. Uh, for people that complain that, uh, like, uh, hey, this goes against what the eight previous Star Wars movies. Mm. Every Star Wars movie yes. uh, makes it up as it goes along. And make stuff up that then makes the previous movies not make sense. Every one of them has done it. Yeah. Every one of them will do it. That's the way it goes. 
Hmm. And then you got to justify it. And he's like, I think I've always known that you were my brother. Then why'd you make out with him in the last film? It doesn't make sense, but it's fine. But it sounds right now. Mm -hmm. So that's good enough. Moving ahead. Moving ahead. Exactly. I'm 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 on board with that. Yeah. Why did Han Solo... Uh, get a little chubbier when he was uh, in uh, frozen in carbonite. Yes. Why? Is, I can understand older, yeah. but were they feeding you through a tube and did <laughs> yes. a little too much? Yes, they were. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. It's a high carbon diet. <laughs> uh, you know, okay, I just want to say one before we go, because it sounds like you want to wrap up. Well, my, uh, yeah, okay. I've also got a full bladder. All right, but continue. <laughs> you shouldn't be drinking that whole jug of water. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good for you. You didn't actually drink a whole jug of water. Yeah, drink about it. Hey. 500 milliliters, I'd say. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just want to destroy entirely my credibility as a, as a movie watcher, reviewer. Oh, okay. Um, have you heard of this show? It's the worst TV show ever, or worst movie ever made. Showing on Netflix right now. It's getting a lot of bad reviews from people. Oh, the uh, Will Smith? Will Smith Bright. Bright, uh, Directed right. by David Ayers, who directed Suicide Squad. Right. But also... So is it based on be Brighton fair? Beach Memoirs by Neil Simon? Exactly. It's a shorter version of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's like the shorthand version. It's kind of like Hitch is about uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. But, okay, I read like terrible reviews of this film. Mm-hmm. When I was super sick on Tuesday and was just laying around like a bum all day, mm-hmm. I thought, I'm going to watch this movie. Because, you know, actually I like something else that Max Landis did, which is called Dirk Gently. Sure. I'm going to watch this movie. And I have to say, it's not as bad as everyone said it was. Oh, well, okay. Let me, let me, I don't want to correct you. Okay. And yet. Go ahead, correct me. This is all I do. Um, but I'm gonna, I'll say, but I'll say one thing please. about it. Go ahead. Which okay, I think what was interesting to me watching it was the one element in the film that didn't work for me was Will Smith, and I feel like his character, like his persona as an actor, is very dated now. Hmm. The smartass, yeah, the, the mean smartass, arrogant guy. But it's not just arrogant; he's mean. Yeah. His jokes are mean. You know, it's not it's not fun kind of back and forth. It's very it's just insults. Yeah. Like in your face, yeah, fuck you, it's insults. Of an era. Yeah. And it really feels out of date. Like that's gone. Like that way of talking to each other, like it just doesn't feel like any good at all. Yeah. You know, like I work with a bunch of guys at work and we are, you know, we can be teasy with each other, but right. we're never that in a, in a sexual way. In a sexual way. We pull our <laughs> pants off and look, you know, dance around prance around a bit. What? I don't think that's very sexy at all. We just pull our you, pants off sir, and prancer. <laughs> you have not seen me prance. Um, you know prancer and dancer. <laughs> no, you'll, now you're going to get it. Um, no, we we tease each other stuff like that, but it's never. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. Like we don't go fuck you. <laughs> just joking. Like yeah, it's and, this aggressive, almost trying to pick a fight mm, with the other person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which sort of you know. Yes. And it doesn't work in the film because They're the just film mean. Is, you watch Bad yeah. Boys and go like, these guys are just being assholes <laughs> to each other. You really shouldn't be around. It's been a while. I mean, it's been a while. I haven't seen that film since. No, but you know, the nineties. It's the persona. Yeah, and it doesn't. And it, doesn't it, it worked anymore. then, but it, I just felt like watching this movie. I was like, oh, this really doesn't work. You because... want someone to just go, what's your problem? Yeah, that's right. All right. Pump like the brakes. You know, you have the Joel Edgerton character who's this, this orc guy who's very naive and doesn't quite understand how the human world works and he's trying to find his place in it. Then you got this like dickhead who spends his whole time like just basically just giving him a big fuck you through the whole movie. At the end of the film it's like, Hey, we're 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 closer now, we're we're buddies now or whatever. But I'm still not your friend. It's like fuck you, like ugh. The uh... And I felt like that was not in the script but was added by by his 
casting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's probably the reason it got made. It, I, I assume that this was a script that was floating around forever. They went, we got Will Smith attached. Boom! Mm. Like a rocket, it gets done. Yeah. Uh, the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes basically are critics, 29. Yeah. Uh, viewers are, uh, like, people who watched it, it's like 80 or something. Yeah. People who watched it liked it. Critics. Uh, I wouldn't give it, I wouldn't give it that much, but yeah, I feel like maybe people are over, overdoing it because they feel like, well, mm. it should be that low, so I'm going to give it this amount, but yeah. You know, seventy percent, maybe. I don't know. Here's here's something. I, it's got uh, really good action scenes in it. Speaking of out of date things, and again, man, do I have to pee? Um, but uh, <laughs> you know the guy from from can, Die Hard, who's the reporter, who's also William Walt- Atherton. Oh, very nice. He's also yeah. yeah he's also uh, Walter Pack. He's in, the good guy in Ghostbusters. Okay, well, let's get into that. He's in <laughs> Ghostbusters. He's in Real Genius. He's in Day of the Locust. Okay, well, let's. I can't. I can't cover that base, but I'm going to just say these three things. He's probably in They Shoot Horses. Don't okay, they? well, I'm just going to go with these three films because this is the point that I was going to make. <laughs> Day um, of the Locust, is that one of the films you're including in this? No, I'm thing? not. Oh, okay. uh, I'm, I'm including Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Ghostbusters, mm. and Real Genius. I have not seen Real Genius. Worth a, worth a watch. Okay. Actually, of all the 80s movies that you go, you know, you watch an 80s movie like a Teen Wolf and then just go, mm. oh my God. If you're a fag, <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. Like, all right, well, mm, there's... There's, there's was, hey, it was all right at the time. You keep waiting, you keep waiting <laughs> in your '80s movie that you liked mm. for like, oh no, here it comes, mm. Bill and Ted. No, why are you doing that? Uh, but I haven't but seen Teen Wolf either. Real genius. Uh, that's that's strange. How much you liked the TV show and you didn't watch the film, but that's fair. So you got his character. The TV show is about how much I love my daughter. Oh, Not how much is, I love. How that much is very, I that is very sweet. Okay, uh, but he was kind of the quintessential villain mm-hmm. uh, of uh, you know uh, of of the era. He was the guy who was the smarmy bad guy. Yeah. You know, don't trust him. What a Weasley guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, not the villain to be dropped off a roof no but he was the guy who gets yeah. punched in the face at the end or buried under <laughs> By a woman of all things yeah or gets covered in goo humiliated yeah. mm-hmm. he's the guy to be mocked and looked down upon yeah and i was looking at like going like okay so who did, what did he play in real genius he is like the dean of the school okay. and he's a very respected scientist yes okay uh he is a member of the press uh, in uh, in Die he's Hard, kind Die of Hard a, he's kind of a he's a reporter for the news. Yeah. Okay. And a bit then, of a bit and of then a... in Ghostbusters, yeah, he uh, works for the EPA. Yeah, it has some good points. Right. And and I was yeah. just thinking like how you know a Donald Trump would be watching these movies during you know when, you know the best time of his life. Yeah. And go like, who's the villain in this? Ah, the lion media. <laughs> oh, the EPA and those scientists uh-huh. that think they're so smart and just like. That was the villain you made of all three? The media? The EPA? These are your villains in 80s movies? And it's, yeah, because it was the rebel who went, I'll take care of this. Huh. I'm the one guy who can do it. Yeah. No one else can help me. Maybe that, maybe I'll have one black friend. But like, he'll be in a fucking distance, way yeah. over there. Yeah. But it's all me. It's all about me. And I'm going to do it. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of the, the trumpeting. Mm. That's, that's the attitude of like, there's only one dude that's going to fix it. I'm in an 80s movie and it's me. And those EPA fuckers and scientists and the lying media, they're not going to be able to stop me. I'm going to fix it all. Yeah. Then a flag's going to wave behind me. Everyone, I just want to tell you to take a drink. Nope. Why not? Because <laughs> I really have to pee. Oh, uh, not you. But that's Our it. listeners at home can take it. It was weird actually watching Die Hard 3. There's two references Die in Die Hard 3. Okay. Die Hard 3, there's two references in there. Uh, one, there's a, a woman who uh, has to work phones in the uh, in the police department, and uh, and she's objecting to something and just goes, you're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to marry Donald Trump. 
So uh, it's that. Uh-huh. Okay. And then there's a Very scene timely. shortly afterwards where they're talking about like uh, they, they got a guess like number 23 out of 45 or some number or whatever. And they're going through all the presidents. And they're like, uh, and and as that uh, as that they're doing that, someone drives by, a woman drives by, and cuts them off. I'm like, who she thinks she is, Hillary Clinton? And it's like, <laughs> and but he thinks she's talking about the president. It's like, no, Hillary Clinton. That would be the da 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 president. It's like I'm not saying that. And I was like, oh okay, it's a lot of weird references in yeah, this. Yeah, very timely. Very timely for our time. Yeah, for and their s- time, very odd. And then Samuel L. Jackson yelling for the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like, just going that's for his, it. That's his character. Yeah. That was his character at that time. And they went, well, maybe we're not going to make the next one a buddy movie. Maybe we'll uh, deal with uh, some other stuff. You don't think jo- Jason, or uh, Jason Long, is that his name? Is uh, Justin, Justin well, Long? Well, the next two. The next is, two the, uh, is the buddy in that movie? The, well, the ne- aren't the next two movies, the next two movies are him uh, with his, his daughter is in one, right? Briefly, then, but then but then Justin Long is like the computer kid who, uh, who I guess so. they sort of team up. Yeah, and then he teams up with his son. Because in the first film, I mean, I know that L, the cop outside, is they're kind of a team, but they're not really a team. I mean, it's basically yeah, it's just Bruce Willis commu- by himself. It's someone to communicate information to, yeah. via so the audience knows how he's feeling, mm-hmm. so he's mm-hmm. not just walking in silence through <laughs> the entire right, thing. Exactly right. Yeah, it's an audience surrogate, and same with Die Hard too. Once again, it's him by himself. Yeah, with an audience surrogate, so that he can occasionally talk about how he feels. Uh, and someone made a very good point. Uh, Brianna Rayner, who I, I do a, sh- uh, a show called Comic Books Live with, yeah, um, she was watching the opening of Die Hard. Okay, and now you know that he's got a son and a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we're he mentions he mentions that, and even yeah. in that film he mentions that. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you first see Bruce Willis, he's got a gigantic teddy bear, and it, this might be the second film, uh, but no, no, got, the first one was it? Yeah, yep. gigantic teddy bear, one teddy bear. Yeah, which kid gets that? Yeah, both of them get it. Nope. No, that's not how that goes. You don't give a teddy bear to both children who are of slightly different ages yeah, an and odd. say share it. That's a good point. So who's getting? Yeah, as she yeah. as she said, who's getting the teddy bear and who's being sad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. first of all, you go Bruce Willis, terrible father, giving one well, kid. Well, not giant teddy really. Bear. I would say more Machiavellian father. Ah, is that he's ready to turn one of the kids against the the mum in order to like kind of create a little wedge for himself into this situation. Very nice. You know, he's no dummy. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he is a dummy he was, because he breaks up with his wife, who is perfect for him. He's and really, shame on him. Yeah, no, that's, that's not really his fault. That's something called contracts. Oh. And not wanting to pay actresses X amount well, of money. Just keep talking to her on the phone like you did in the third movie. It's fine. Mm. Yeah, on the phone. It's a little... Hey, are we still getting together later? I love you. The end. It's fine. <laughs> that yeah. or, you know, she think... gets into an accident at the beginning of the movie, blows up. Uh, get some plastic surgery, yeah. and now she's no, no. Cindy Crawford. You don't have to do that. Just hire a different actress to play the wife in a different movie. Yeah, really, actually. doesn't really matter. It really no. wouldn't matter. It doesn't matter That's at all. That's a good point. Fair Who enough. Who cares? Okay. Oh, it's got to be Bonnie Bedelia. No, it doesn't. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Was Brenda Picardo not available? Well, she isn't anymore. But she was, briefly. Kind of well, it's like the, the, the wife in National Lampoon, like the vacation that... She, no, she changed for the th- for the Christmas vacation one, didn't she? Did she? I think I think maybe the I'm only wrong. two consistent ones were the wife and the. Oh, uh, maybe you're right. Maybe it was right. the kids. Uh, the kids changed though. Yeah. Uh, but hey, let us know, folks. Let us know. Uh, look, I really desperately my teeth well, go, are floating go as go they pee. say. No, no, we're, we're going to wrap up the. Oh, show. We're going to wrap up the show. All right. So, okay, let me wrap it up. Okay, wrap it up. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Go Christmas wrap. Hey everyone. Oh, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs>
<laughs> My Christmas wish is that I get out of this with dry pants. Um, excuse me? <laughs> What's that, Dave? You say they should go to our Sneaky Dragon webpage, yes. sneakydragon.com? What's that, Dave? You That's can go to our email, saying. sneakyd at sneakydragon.com? <laughs> and furthermore, you say our Twitter is sneaky underscore dragon? What, you say we got Tumblr? Sneaky.tumblr? dot uh, com yeah. is that what you're saying dave did you say the email address yeah dave i did okay did you, what, you say facebook also I, my, my ear we'd love to up. hear from you mm, we sure and, would and uh we wish Thanks, you all uh, a happy holidays yeah. and uh a happy new year and uh and if you have guests coming over uh have chairs for them please if we can't stress that when, enough when you're being a ho- here's a here's an idea when you're being a host show hospitality to your guests that's right that's what that's what people come over for. They just want some simple hospitality. And by the way, if you're ever a guest on our show, mm-hmm. we will have chairs for you. We will have chairs. We guarantee by hook that and by much. Crook. Yes, I could have sat on a ball. You didn't have to sit in a box. No, <laughs> you wouldn't put me to that. Okay, you're such a good host. I I am. Go. You wrap it up. <laughs> I'll wrap it up. Okay, Ian's right. leaving now, everyone. Right. So thank you very much for listening to the show this week. We will see you. Um, when will we see you? Next week. Next year. Oh, Nick, we'll see you next year. Ha 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 ha. What a classic gag. piece of shit huh still you're disappointed when people actually are pieces of shit mm-hmm. lucky not us we're great <laughs> wait till people discover who we really are mm-hmm. on this episode